Welcome to Control C, the podcast where friends get together to discuss, enjoy, and tear movies apart. On this episode, we are discussing Halloween, written and directed by John Carpenter from 1978. On today's podcast, we have Billy. Hey. Ray. Eat, eat. <laughs> DC. Hello. <laughs> and Chris. Hello. Happy early Halloween, bitches. <laughs> Happy early Halloween, bitches. Oh, God. <laughs> so I was actually... and mask. Right? I was a little excited about watching this one because I've literally never seen a single one of the Same Halloween here. movies before. And so I was glad that uh, Billy suggested it because I've, it's one of those ones where I always meant to watch it but just never got around to it. Mm-hmm. Which seems to be the theme of a lot of the movies that we watch. <laughs> <laughs> Even uh, this podcast has helped us basically catch up on everything we have missed. Yeah. Almost, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was, I was really excited to get into it, um, and it wasn't as, um, I mean, it was definitely on the cheesy side, but it wasn't as cheesy as I <laughs> expected it. To be. Like, look, I get, man, when you have somebody driving around the same blocks, making it look like they're driving all over fucking town. <laughs> Well, that's true. That is true. That's true. I just would like to see like the moment where he actually had to stop for gas, but he doesn't take his mask off. And he's walking into the gas station. He's like, yeah, I'm following these kids around. Just kind of like, I'm pretty low. Can you pull me up, please? Uh, that'd be entertaining. Um, so I, I did some real quick research on this one. Um, and it was interesting to me to see where all of the where, like, the inspiration came from and everything. Apparently, John Carpenter, when he was in college, had gone to a, um, a psychiatric facility for a tour of some kind and ended up seeing a kid, just a random child, who just looked like pure evil, and it scared the crap out of him, and it became the inspiration for this movie. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because the one thing I had a question about when watching this movie was, why Jamie Lee Curtis? Was it just happened to be she was the first person she saw, or he saw, or did she remind him of his sister? Because I was looking for it, and I couldn't find a why he fixated on her. Um, I think... I don't know. That's a very good question. Wasn't it something she said to him? It might have been. I felt like maybe um, she was the only person who was nice to him as his janitor self, but I could have been. I could be making that up entirely. So yeah, I don't know. I I, I remember I'm watching this film. Pretty sure, like ninety nine percent sure, that they're brother and sister. They're siblings. You think so? Yeah, because I watched the second movie and they said that. <laughs> <laughs> movie to the second the second movie is like a direct continuation of the first one in the, in the first one uh michael myers falls off the balcony he disappears and the police detective is like well fuck shit oh my god and the ambulance arrives and they pretty did, much just did he say it exactly like that oh yeah, shit exactly. oh my god yeah it's like yeah. oh my god six bullets and he's still walking but off Ooh. the second movie which is done like three years later 
continues exactly right. from right. that point. Does it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where Jamie Lee Curtis's character is being taken to the hospital, and Michael Myers basically follows her there. Gotcha. So yeah, they're siblings. Yeah, they said her in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, I guess that makes more sense and it makes a little bit more understanding, but... Well, know. he killed I'm... one of his sisters. He needed to finish the job. Yeah, because yeah. he had to kill the parents and then the sister. Mm-hmm. And now he, there was just one left. I guess he just wanted to see the whole family dead. Yeah. And that actually, the killing of the original sister, or the first sister, leading to the parents just staring at the little boy on the sidewalk, that... set... So that shot took fucking forever. Like, no. why did they just stand there? That's what I was telling Ben. I was like, like, what the fuck is wrong with this family? They see the fucking knife. It's got blood. Yeah. And y'all just looking at him like, hello, kid. Everybody's yeah. in and shock. They just... They're trying to make sense of what the hell they're seeing. Think about it. You yeah, see but... a, a child yeah, with a but... knife. Like, what the hell happened? Yeah, but... I, and I agree. However, they just sat there and they didn't like they didn't move. They were basically yeah, like, like statues while they panned out for twenty five minutes. Well, it goes exactly <laughs> like the rest of this film. Everybody moved super slow. Everything took a long time. There was a lot of silence in it. Yeah, I mean, it it, it just I don't know. It, it's to keep in with the theme, I guess. I guess so. This movie just reassured me that if I'm ever in a situation <clears throat> like this, cut off the head. I've been saying it for years now. Unless, if you're being chased by a homicidal weirdo, (laughs) make sure that the head gets cut off. I heard it too, right? Okay, thank you. What? I heard it too. You said homicidal. But I thought you said homosexual. (laughs) Okay, no, I I, I meant homicidal. I was going with homosexual. (laughs) If you're being chased by a homosexual. If you're being chased by a homosexual. (laughs) (laughs) They're probably trying to make you look better, so stop and let them fix you. Um, (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, no, I definitely (laughs) meant if you're trying to get killed. I mean, realistically, man, how many movies have we, how many horror movies have we not seen where. They grab and they barely do anything to the bad guy, and they're like, "Okay, we're fine now. It's safe." Right. And then thirty <laughs> seconds later, they die. Like, yeah. it's almost as if people in horror movies don't know that horror movies exist. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like horror movies have taught me how to deal with situations <laughs> if they were to arise themselves a little bit better than they do in the film. But I don't know. But yeah, no, okay, so the movie, <laughs> so actually the movie that's coming out next week, um, <laughs> that's actually going to be uh, yeah. the continued story from the first Halloween movie. So technically, yeah, so technically Halloween 2 never existed. Oh. And so then the what you said about her, her being sister has absolutely really no merit and yeah, exactly. doesn't matter For anymore. this next movie. <laughs> That's well, for this next movie, it's like, I don't know. I'm no, thinking... they're still brother and sister. <clears throat> they might be. Well, they might yeah, because cause... they're getting, they're revamping the entire thing. Because so in this one, she's like, she broke him out of prison just so she can kill him. That's a... Yeah. Because she wants to kill him. And she says she's been waiting all this time just to kill him. So, and then she okay. still has this car from the very first movie. Wait, we're talking about the new Halloween movie. Um... <laughs> No, I I mean, I got that, but, like, isn't... So, in real life, Jamie Lee Curtis is, what, 60? Mm-hmm. 
So the character of Michael Myers is probably 70-ish. Yeah, he's so 40 is years really old. really even a movie? Yeah. This is <laughs> this is going to be geriatric Myers. <laughs> <laughs> he's well, moving the, slower the, only because he's in a wheelchair. So in other words, the new movie is going to be he much slower, much more quieter, and then just going to have people well, popping he heads. he doesn't die and he doesn't age. Well, in this particular one, the um, synopsis says it's been 40 years since Lori um, survived a vicious attack from crazed killer Michael Mo- um, Myers. 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 <laughs> <laughs> On Holloway night, <laughs> when Michael returns to Handelfield, um, Illinois, sorry, <laughs> and three little lines, I was trying to figure out what it was. Um, but this time, Lori is ready for <laughs> <laughs> Three little lines. Oh, Sissy, I love you. I wasn't Wait, sure if it was like a third. What happened? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just what did she say? So she said she was confused by the three little lines, which is basically an I, an L, and an L all right together. Fell out of Illinois. <laughs> section right here is going to be the clip whenever we promote this episode. But, but to be fair, Illinois is one of the more annoying. It's basically three straight lines that yeah. annoy. Because <laughs> you're ill-annoyed. That's why. Uh, um, so, so, this, so this is taking place 40 years later. So apparently the 11 movies before this, they weren't able to kill him. Well, that, that's part of what they're they, talking about. If this is 40 years later, way. how old are they going to be? And like, is this really going to... What's Jamie Lee Curtis' uh, name on the movie? Oh, I was going to say Lori Strode. Lori? Okay. Because yeah. I'm looking over here. It says Donald Myers' father is deceased. Edith Myers' mother is deceased. Judith Myers' older sister is deceased. Lori, younger sister, deceased. Then from four to six timeline, Jamie Lloyd, uh, the niece, she's deceased. And Stephen Lloyd, great nephew, possible biological son. To Michael Myers. Hmm. Yeah, the movies were fucked up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, is that whether? Okay. To see exactly how this goes then, because if this is forty years later. Well, yeah. So it's basically for this movie, the first Halloween happened in 1978. It's now 2018, exactly forty years later. And movie time and real time, where Halloween 2 never happened. So she never went to the hospital. Or she may have went to the hospital, but they caught Michael Myers at the scene. And he was taken to prison. So they're basically just kind of doing this as a Halloween 1 happened. And then everything else And then everything just stopped. Yeah. They're retconning everything. Okay, so then my biggest question is this. Why are we retconning the entire universe? Do we know? Like, what what made them say, all right, we're going to do this again and fuck 2 through, you know, 11? Who's, um, is the original writer-director coming back for this new one? I'm not sure. I don't think so. I think somebody different. the... Because sadly, you, you guys know me in horror films. I'm not very educated in them, and I'm not very knowledgeable of them. Um, realistically, this one, you know, Billy suggested it for 
you know, us doing it to prep for Halloween for and science. stuff and for the new film. So I'm kind of like at a loss. I've I watched the original way long ago. I rewatched it again. I I don't know. I still don't know if I'm a fan of it, to be honest with you. Like I, I just didn't like the pacing, but at the same time, it's just one of those films that came out during a time where the cinematography was just completely different. They didn't have too much ambient, you know, music in the background to kind of like carry the stro the story along. Because so if you look at other films from the around the same area around the 1978 era, they're just you have these pockets throughout them that there's just like absolutely zero noise there's a lot of quiet and i think that that's what they were trying to use in this film to make it quote unquote scary and build up the suspense was well, how quiet the killer was and everything and then i'll put it on this point you're desensitized and spoiled because <clears throat> this movie is fucking True. amazing i'm desensitized and spoiled yes yeah, i can agree with the desensitized why do you say spoiled because you have all these expectations of what a scary movie should be based off of what you've seen since you've been alive. Yes, actually, 100%. <clears throat> yeah. No, I'll be 1,000% honest with you. I think when it comes to horror films, that's part of the issue, is that I have... I guess because when I was younger, all of these older movies, watching that as well, a kid... Think about it like this, ...were Chris. so much scarier, you know what I mean? And think now about it like this, Don't meet up. When... Christo. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> this motherfucker said Christo. Oh, man. <laughs> when you're walking around in your apartment late at night, it's pitch naked. black, but naked. Why do I have to be naked? naked. Um, it's funnier that way. Oh, it is. Fine. Thanks. I thought he just wanted and to picture me naked. you have yet to turn on a light for whatever fucking reason, there's no ambient music. There's nothing warning you that something terrible is going to happen. Mm -hmm. and, you don't, um, and you don't hear the ding, 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 ding. <coughs> mm -hmm. yeah. That's basically... Do you know what I felt? I felt that that piano... That, that the piano sequence was essentially like the movie's way of telling everybody, hey, wake up, something interesting is about to happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, my, that's how it always felt. true, though. One of my favorite uh, death scenes... I cannot remember the bitch's name, but... It was one of the first ones in the movie. It was one of the first uh, teenagers. The one in uh, the car? Yeah, where she's going out to the car. Uh-huh. In the garage. Oh, yes. my God. She gets oh, in yeah. the car. That was the worst death scene. Death. She gets in the car, and you know what made it my favorite death scene? What? Was the fact <laughs> that she recognized the fog on the windshield right before she got murdered. Yeah, that was... That was pretty funny. I, I I like stuff like that though because, you know, when you're thinking about doing movies like that where you've got someone hiding in the back seat, not everyone's going to think about the fog, in the windshield. Yeah. Of having someone else in there breathing like that. That means that he's been in there for a long time waiting for her. Maybe not a long time, but long enough, probably like fifteen right. twenty minutes. Yep. And she had the situational awareness which is lacking in a lot of newer horror movies or scary right. movies to realize something's not right but before she could react she was already grabbed yeah, yeah i will give you that that was but that's what the halloween movies kind of bring to the table is like a certain type of realism in what a normal human reaction would be in that kind of situation right. See, like, this is why i love on, the fact that you're here for episodes like this and that you have a love of horror film like this because you can talk about it in that in like, that aspect and paint it in that light. Because, again, for me, 
because I'm not a fan of the of the trope you know, of the tropes essentially, mm-hmm. and yes, you are correct. Is because in my head I have built this expectation of what a horror film should be, and it just does, never meets it. You know, reaches it. Um, so I may be, just have built them. You just have to appreciate the raw carnal behavior. I guess, and it's just, that's kind of why it's hard for me to. It's kind of hard for me to enjoy that from horror films. But that's why I'm saying that's why I'm glad that you're here to kind of give your perspective on it to put it that way because it does help. It so, does help to think about it that it isn't that the film is quiet because it's just happened to be in the air or whatever. Maybe it is 100% deliberate that all the quietness is to build that suspense and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, so because it's, you're it's not just, supposed to know. Nobody's supposed to know. If they always gave it away <clears throat> for the audience, then... They'd stop watching it. Yeah. It wouldn't be as believable. I guess. They just I still have the up issue until with the point the guy was shot like six times, fifty cent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was meant to be believed as less supernatural. <clears throat> I guess probably also before he was stabbed in the neck with a sewing needle. Yeah. But that was another one of my uh, favorite scenes by Jamie Lee's Curtis's character Lori was when she finds out that the killer is after her. She runs back into the house, curls up right in front of the couch, and just starts breaking down, just freaking out, crying. I mean, that's like a normal human reaction to what is going on. Mm -hmm. And she knows it's getting closer and closer and closer to the point, to the time where he's about to find her and get into the house. And the only thing that she can grab is this sewing needle just desperately just grasping for anything to like save her knitting. from death needle <laughs> knitting needle thank you <laughs> i mean it's just like that kind of human behavior which made this movie great right. yeah well the one thing that, that I... and the ghost sex scene <laughs> And the what? <laughs> the ghost sex scene? That was pretty oh, weird. That was awesome. The glasses. A sheet over his head. And he's just standing yeah. in there. No, guys, for me, what made it was the putting the glasses over the sheet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was like, hilarious. Like, I swear I'm Paul. Look, I have his glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> it really is me. <laughs> I was just watching uh, a video on Facebook literally just an hour ago. Of uh, somebody who dubbed Mike Myers' voice over certain parts of Michael Myers' Halloween movies. And in that scene, he does the Austin yeah, Powers uh, zip it scene. Where every time he's talking, he's like, zip it. <laughs> it was so good. So, so, slight confession back when the Austin Power movies came in. When they told me that it was Mike Myers who was in it, I thought it was the character Myers from... from the Halloween movies. So I was very interested to go see them until I got there and, and saw the British dude. Until you saw that it's <laughs> only the spy who shagged you. Yeah. <laughs> Do I make you? I'm not necessarily baby? proud, but I was younger back then. I can, I can, I can say it. It's okay. Man. <clears throat> so what was your favorite part of the movie, Ray? What? <laughs> you seem like the least, you seem like you were paying attention, so I wanted to put you on the spot. Gotcha. Mm. <laughs> Play with a fucking basketball or soccer ball, whatever that is. No, I I think I like when he killed a dude in the kitchen. 
Because I've never seen a knife so fucking strong that can hold a fucking body against a wall like that. <laughs> Thank you. Right? I spent yeah. the entire time wondering how the hell that happened. Just like, and yeah. how long was that knife to get through right. his chest into the door to get him to so that he's hanging up? My logic behind this was like, that's not fucking possible. I mean, there was that, that. He would have had to have been like have... real thin. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> And the other one is, I thought she was going to get killed at this part. The chick that got killed in the car, that we were yep. talking about her, mm-hmm. when she got stuck in the window and her yes. panties were out, I was like, oh, she's going to get fucked. But then I saw the Tide on the side, and I was like, ooh, Tide Pods. <laughs> <laughs> I do yeah. love Tide Pods. Back when stuff doing like this laundry was a... innocent. I was gonna say I do like this stuff because it's kind of like a time capsule, uh, right? The, yeah. the fashion, like the, the cars, the Clorox thing, the, the logos. Yeah. Nobody else went yep. live then, Lindsay. I know. <laughs> yeah, but so like, but what was what I found interesting was was um, that they the budget was so small when they made this that the actors had to buy their own clothes, mm. so like they picked out their own wardrobe. Oh, too um, funny. Yeah, so like Jamie Lee Curtis just went to J.C. Penney's, bought an outfit, and threw it on and came to work. Damn. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cool. Think about it. And how much how much revenue have they made from this movie since then? Um, that that that's so that's what I'm thinking. Like to have spent so this little movie filming alone, this, probably not very much from the entire series. Probably oh, not no, very it's, much either. Oh, I'm pretty lot. sure. Well, that's oh no, no 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 you're you're very very wrong. Um, yeah. The entire series, all all movies, I think worldwide was three hundred thirty million, but that was actual dollars, not counting for inflation. This movie, when it came out, um, it made forty seven million domestic, which was the equivalent of one hundred and fifty million today. Hmm. So these people have made like a shitload of money. Hmm. This and is these, and these are still one of the most popular Halloween movies yeah. out there. I guarantee you that probably more than half the population is re-watching this and purchased oh, fuck this. Oh, yeah. Just waiting for the new one. Mm-hmm. Well, you also got to think of it this way. You got to think about it in licensing terms. Because with it's kind of like when you start a TV show. Whoever directs the first episode, even if they never direct any episode after that, they still get paid every time there's a new episode. Because yeah. whoever directed the first episode is the person who essentially sets the tone for the rest of the show. So very similar when you're thinking about it in Halloween. Halloween started, you have, it's what created the original genre. So anything subsequent that comes after is adding Sub- money to the pool of the original Halloween for licensing. Subsequent. Mm-hmm. What did I say? Did I say subsequent? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, I'm famous for doing that. That's, yeah. I don't like subsequent better than subsequent. Just because you're Latino and you mispronounce words like I do, too. (laughs) And I did check. John Carpenter is the original writer, and he's back on this one as well. Excellent. Sweet. So then that's what it is, then. So it's he's coming back, so what, everything else was done by other people, so it doesn't matter? Well, he was was definitely involved in Halloween, too, because they um, uh, read some random fact about how when they went to put Halloween on TV, it wasn't long enough for the time slot, and so they asked him to do some extra scenes. And so he actually shot extra scenes for the TV version of the movie while filming Halloween 2. Hmm. Huh, interesting. Okay. So I'm not I'm not sure what his ex- what the extent of his stuff is in like any of the other versions of the movie. But um 
I know he was at least involved in that one. Yeah, John Carpenter did write Halloween 2. Now, I thought um, Halloween movies were the one where Jamie Lee Curtis became famous because of her scream. I believe you are correct. Okay, because I was actually kind of waiting for the scream, and I didn't hear that famous scream. I don't know if it was just because it's today and I'm used to differences, but I was just like, I was like, okay, which which scream at what point made it like, ah, amazing oh, scream? No. Well, it certainly was not that point. I, that's I, I, that I figured, movie. I hope was not. Huh? Was it on Halloween? I don't think it was on Halloween. It was something was it? like because this, it, I know they compare it to her mom's cream. Are you thinking of Home Alone? Oh, Psycho. I think it was God, Psycho. Chris no. <laughs> was not in Home Alone. No, I think she's thinking of Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe it's because it was famous because of her mom. She did it in a movie as well. I believe it was Psycho, something like that. I, th- uh, I know what scream in the shower, right? Yeah, no, I think. Yeah, I think you might be thinking. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's that scream. Yeah. I just not scream, it's psycho. Yeah, I just remember someone saying that this Halloween was what made Jamie Lee Curtis uh, famous, you know, the the famous scream around the world or whatever it was. Hmm. I was just like, I don't see that. I thought I, was, now, I, thought I, I was see Psycho. Are you talking about the shot that was heard around the world? I don't think this was a movie, though. No, we're talking about her title as a scream queen. Because <clears throat> Jamie Lee, that's what that's what she's considered. Yes, one of the screen. You're talking about the new television series that came out this. No, no, no we're talking about dumbass. the women, women that became famous in uh, horror films and slasher films for the way that they would scream. It's a, it's essentially the trademark scream where everything goes dead silent, <clears throat> and then they're kind of like panning and in, zooming into the woman as she's literally letting out a blood curling scream. It's my favorite kind of scream from anyone. Oh sure, it is. It is also a TV series to satisfy you. I know. I know. That's yeah, it's stupid. It was stupid. The Scream Queen? Wait. Scream Queens is yeah. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think about it. That, that's kind of what made a slasher film a slasher film. No, no, no. I'm talking about the TV show. Oh, okay, the TV but show. Chris, yeah. what was your favorite scene in this movie? What did you love about this movie? Nothing. I didn't love anything. I'm, I'm looking. Something up, man. I'm looking at the film. No, well, the thing is, I'm looking at the film through. I'm trying to look at it as we're recording through your eyes, through what you said earlier, because it gave me a lot of perspective in terms of how I should accept the film. Then pretend you have like a diminished like emotional capacity for human life. <laughs> and what would you love about this movie? Was it on the first one or the second one? <laughs> Was it on the first one or the second one? I don't know. I guess. The one thing that did that I did find I was like, you know what? If I was younger, it would creep me out. Was the silence under which he did everything? Yes. The fact that he never once really made a peep. I think there was the only time that you really anything. ever hear Michael is um, the breathing. Yeah, the breathing when he's breathing heavy when he takes down that chick when he's strangling her or whatever. I think that's the only time where you actually hear him. Um, uh, if unless I missed something, but aside from no, no. that, like that's it. That's that just is, like that how parts of the movie that just kind of made you cringe. You're like, oh, why did you do that? I didn't have any. I guess. What about the scene where Lori hides in the closet? Well, I mean, but that—that's the 
the traditional trope of running upstairs because you have nowhere else to go. But I I don't know enough about horror movies to know if that was the first time they did it or if that was... Yeah. Yeah. And him just breaking down the door and her grabbing anything, so she, like, uh, <laughs> she undoes a wire hanger so and takes a wire in the eye. Yeah. That was a lucky shot. That was. Hey. I was like, I can't even get those things in the hanger, in the shirt. <laughs> Let alone in an eye. <laughs> what about when they killed the wrong guy, thinking it was Michael Myers? Oh, that was That awesome. was in Halloween 2. That was in Halloween 2? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know what you're talking about. Because <laughs> yeah. he was not dead and they did not unmask him. In Halloween too. Oh yeah, that was in Halloween too. Cause it, yeah, the mask is common. It's, an, it's just a Halloween mask, and somebody else dressed up similarly looking to Michael Myers, who had the same height and build. But it was a mis- well, no, cause and for whatever reason, not like we're talking about Halloween too. The way that the cops decided to neutralize him <laughs> was by running their car into him into another car, which exploded instantly. <laughs> which exploded instantly and sets him on fire. That's. <laughs> That's 20, what we call having 20, a bit bigger budget. Yeah, you have to watch minutes, it. Twenty minutes later, they're like, "Oh, we think that was the wrong guy. I think that was a seventeen-year-old kid. Oh no!" Which they never discussed again. <laughs> Why would they? That's a good no, no repercussions for that. It's oh crazy. God. It was oh, so funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's uh, definitely that's definitely hey we have more money let's make a car explode <laughs> but it's funny the way it exploded because it was just like instant it's like they didn't even touch it's like oh explosion and here goes the guy trapped between the car and the fucking van on well, fire you know, uh, it's what's interesting about that his original mask was that um apparently again budgetary constraints they just went to a, a store and found whatever mask they could <laughs> which happened to be which happened to be a William, William Shatner, Shatner mask. What? It's a Star William Trek. Shatner mask painted white. Yep. yep. Is it? Yep. Oh, oh that's for hilarious. real? Dead serious. Yeah. And you can back... still buy it. Yeah. That is fucking awesome. Hmm. So, one of the funniest things as I um, as we're watching this is the nurse is sitting there driving, which is weird because in this day and age, I'm not used to seeing, or for that time frame, I'm not used to seeing women driving, but she's sitting there chain smoking. I still can't hate when nurse. I see women it's driving. It's 2018. Women can drive. <laughs> well, not, not the 2018 <laughs> version. I'm talking about the, the I know, 78 version or whatever. I can't believe they can even vote. But then they get there, and they're like, they see all these patients just wandering around, it's pouring rain and everything like that. They're like, shouldn't we do something about that? And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, first off, I'd be calling the cops exactly to see what's going on because I would imagine at night in the rain that there should be no one wandering the yards because okay. someone is dead on the inside. <laughs> what about when a mental patient escapes the asylum Everyone tries warning the police department back home, and they're just like, "Yeah, it's probably not going to happen." Yeah, <laughs> it's like they just did not give a shit. Well, no, but that that guy clearly was a terrible officer because there's mm-hmm. zero chance that 
um, he would not have smelled weed in his daughter's car three seconds after she threw the joint out. Thank you very much. The windows were closed. (laughs) They threw the joint. I I don't know where they threw away the joint, but it looked like they threw it away in the car. And then they open the window when they get up to the door. That's the worst cop To be fair, it was back in the days. Weed is not like it is weed today. It didn't smell the same. That's Are you why sure? I didn't notice. But dude, Shut no up. matter when you Shut when up. you light <laughs> light a match, <laughs> light a match, a, a match barely smells. You light a match and turn it off. The the cop is gonna smell the freaking match. They didn't have you know what I mean? Matchboxes. They have matchboxes, but it's a lighter. Off. I was gonna let that one slide. What happened? Oh, I said I didn't know you could turn matches off. <laughs> yeah, you blow oh. them out. You put them out. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. I just flipped the switch and turned them off. Oh, fuck yourself, Lindsay. <laughs> Making fun of Hispanics and their language. Well, not Hispanics, just Chris. Yeah. You don't hear me making Damn. fun of you? Oh, you? Oh, I know you do. <laughs> I have an eye on you. <laughs> Alright, so what was your favorite part, Lindsay? And I'm um, looking at you, CC. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look left and ask right. <laughs> so did you mean Lindsay or did you mean Cece? No, Lindsay's fine. And then Cece. I don't know. Leave me alone. So, um, so I don't know if I have a favorite part, but I have a, um, a silly part where Lori sees the guy essentially stalking her over and over again. And he just keeps disappearing and nobody believes her. And yet, then when the kid keeps seeing him and disappearing, Lori doesn't believe him. I'm like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> they, just did, they just did this to you, and now you're not believing the damn kid. Oh like, God. I would That's think so that true. having just had this problem not three hours earlier, you would believe the kid when he says there's somebody outside. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, I think, though, for her... She was trying to not let her fears, like, overwhelm her. It's like, maybe it is in her mind. There was nothing really said. The kid didn't really say anything that would have made a connection with what she saw. Just because he saw somebody outside in a Halloween costume doesn't necessarily mean that that's what she had seen earlier. And it's completely normal for the time of year. Yeah. So I, I, she was scared just, as an adult, and he's scared as a child. Her I mean, overcoming still, her own fears. Even, and she was just so aggressive with her denial with him, yeah, where it's yeah. like, you're being ridiculous, knock it off, go to bed. But she, she had the same exact looked. problem. Yeah, she should have I mean, Because you can say, hey, you know, no, there's nothing to worry about, you know, to comfort the kid, and then go peek out the window to see what he saw. You know, there's there's little things that you can do where you start reassuring the child. But she was just like <laughs> flat out calling them basically an idiot for believing that there's a boogeyman. Yeah, I agree with you, Lindsay. <laughs> I think she was just trying to protect him. Oh, maybe. Like emotionally. Not physically. She did terrible at that. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. I mean. Run screaming out of the house. Yeah. We'll go to your neighbors. It's like, oh, man. Mm. All right. First of all, you don't know how many people there are. That's true. There could be multiple killers and you wouldn't even know it. True that. And you locked them in the bathroom. 
while they're in the same room with you and you're in the closet. It's like at least go to a different clo- different room so that he would go to a different room. Granted, I know you didn't have much of time to run, but I did yeah. like the fact that she did open the window to pretend she was going to go down the window yeah. and then hide in the closet. Yeah, that was pretty smart. Try and throw him off. Not for Michael Myers, because he knows. He's like, this dumb bitch. I know. I don't know. I think it would have been smarter to um, jump out the window, make it look like she went in the closet. I think that would have been better. I'm sorry, but like at that point, I would have I would have risked getting injured at the sake of not being murdered. But at the same time, too, her little brother's in the bathroom. Well, that's true. I did forget about the little bugger. Well, sometimes you lose some. <laughs> That's right. Sacrifice one to save a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> That's the motto. You gotta break eggs to make an omelet. Boom. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Nothing against kids. I'm just saying, hey. If there's a homicidal maniac in your house, <laughs> yeah. Time Sorry, to just Charlie, run. You gotta go. If you can't run fast enough, you're staying behind. <laughs> What about that little girl? What about her? Oh my god. Can you answer the phone? <laughs> she's like she <laughs> <laughs> Could you go what was her name? The the girl I got Lindsay. Here? Hey, could you go get Lindsay? Alright. She can go she hangs up on the dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh was probably, that little girl was one of my favorite characters in the movie. Oh man. She was just so nonchalant about everything. Yeah, she's just like sitting there. It was a good movie. It was a great movie. It was it was definitely a fun movie. It's one of those, you know, you kind of as you're watching it, you rehash the old time days and For how, some how reason, simple life was back then compared to it, one and aside two, from all the murderers. One and two was great. The third movie I started watching it, <clears throat> and it's fucking cheesier than one and two. Yeah. yeah. It's super fucking cheesy. Like, everything about it. They but, get ridiculous as the movies go on. There's yeah, even sure. one There's even one movie where there's, like, a copycat Michael Myers killer. So, they kind of just, like, have all the different horror tropes throughout the entire series. No, to an extent, they kind of it, created it all the horror more tropes. and more and more to, like, the generation that's watching it. That's true. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess to an extent you kind of have to, because you have to be able to find a way to... Relate into your current audience, and not just so basically. So the new Halloween, we can definitely expect somebody to die with a tie pod, and then somebody to die doing some sort of cinnamon <laughs> challenge or some I shit. Would assume yes. Okay, well, in the new Halloween, it seemed a bit more brutal to him actually being a straight up psychopath. No shit, that scene <clears> in the bathroom where he just drops all the teeth. Yeah, it seemed darker. I haven't even seen the trailer for it. Oh my god! Please watch it. I was like, I don't think I've seen the trailer for it. Please fucking watch it. I will. That's. I'm so excited just watching the trailer and watching all these movies. Yeah. Can't wait. But yeah, no. uh, Watch the second Halloween movie, Chris. This one, it explains what happens. Why the first first one one happened. A little bit more. So okay. So then here, here's where it comes down to to the reality of whether I will watch the second one or not. Because why not? What, no, well, in, because you know more about the new one coming out. Would it benefit me for watching the new one? Or? No, not at all. Okay. 
I'm just thinking between between now and when the film comes out, do we have the time to? Since I don't but know it's what good the, to watch all of them just so you can have. The do you have the time to watch all. one other yeah. movie between now and October? Yeah, damn it, Lindsay. I'm trying not to give away when we record Sorry. this, but yeah. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> just Lappenberg. You don't have time, Chris. God damn it. He did it. He did it for me. My <laughs> boss. <laughs> now you got to edit. You guys know that I can make edits without you saying that. Aw. <laughs> what? Nothing. Ay, ay, ay. Did you make a note of the time? No, I, I forgot but to set up the time when we started. We know you can make edits without us saying that, but it definitely, it absolutely makes you have to go back <coughs> and not forget. Yeah, I guess you have a point. <clears throat> yeah, and it's so. that way you can have a background of everything, and you're ready for the yeah. new one. Because there might be something on the new one that you're like, I don't get this. Sure. But it might have been on but any the other thing, movies. It's whenever I'm under the assumption that when I go to see the new Halloween movie, that I'm just gonna have to completely forget about what Halloween two is. You don't have to wipe the slate clean completely. Yeah, because there's nothing in the second movie that has made me have... I don't think he. they mentioned that he, she was his sister. On two? Yes. No, in uh, the new Halloween trailer. Because all she wants is revenge for that one night of terror. So she helps him escape. Yeah, all we know But there was so nothing in the trailer is... indicating that she's aware that they're brother and sister... So she helps him escape to kill him? Is that yeah, the purpose? That's it? It. Yeah. And she says she's been waiting because all this under, time for this. Because under the law, you can't execute a killer who doesn't have the uh, mental capacity to understand what he has done. Cause they so he's just him. rotting in jail. <clears throat> yeah, so he's just rotting in jail. Otherwise, he would have been executed. Okay. All right. So yeah, even if you don't like, I, I mean, suggest, we're gonna watch it. Yeah, like, I would that, suggest that. I know we're, we're going to. Ones. We're going. But to, so. regardless of that movie, because there is also a forty-year gap in horror, it's going to be completely different than the original Halloween movie, yeah. and the way that it's presented. Yeah. So what I mean, still want to that's see my thing. Just the age, just the age difference alone. Like, what are, what are they going to do with that? If it's supposed to be forty years, no matter what, the character that wants to kill him is going to be in her sixties. No, because yeah. he was twenty at the time. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to be in the forties or fifties. No, like exactly. 60. He's going to be like I think sixty-five. They're like nineteen. He forty was, years what, later, fifty-nine. First movie. I think like twenty-five. Twenty-five years old. I think he's going to be sixty-five in this movie. So Jamie Lee Curtis is 60 in 2018. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So she was... And she was... What, 20 when she... Yeah, 1920 when she made the movie. Yeah, exactly. So, and they're 60. So that's my point. Like, I don't... <coughs> I don't know how... Hey, man, think of it as, as Hannibal. He was fucking only. He was still killing people and eating them. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, but there was... There's an elegance... True. To Hannibal, you know what I mean. Part of part of the <laughs> never make that noise again, right? I know. Anyway, part of why I enjoy the Hannibal series a little bit more, for example, in comparison, 
is because of that, because there's an elegance to it. Because you're racist. Oh! What? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because there's an elegance to the way that he, he does everything. Everything is massively, you know, thought there's out. There's an and elegance to how Michael Myers does everything. Yeah, Michael what is, Myers. What is the elegance? Silence. That's it. in silence. Because he spent years, like, just thinking about murdering this woman. Yes. That's a long time. In prison, nonetheless. He's like, when I get out. All right, so... Well, even before that, too, whenever he's in the mental asylum, from whenever oh, yeah, he was a little true. kid, to Did when he, he escaped even that. know? They didn't have a little sister. There was just the two of them in the house. That you had seen. That we had seen. So are we just assume that the baby just was quiet the whole entire time, that the, ba- the baby, or his older sister was screwing the guy and all that fun stuff? Yeah. Or may have not even been there. Maybe he had a friend's house. I don't know. They don't explain that. <clears throat> Maybe we'll get some closure now on this one. I don't know. I know that I'm gonna watch that 25 years of time. I, I doubt that the documentary. I doubt like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I doubt that Lori was in the house whenever her bigger sister was murdered. Otherwise, Michael wouldn't have just went outside. He also would have went to kill her as well. So I'm assuming that she wasn't there. So does Michael ever kill his parents? Granted, they may have also had another kid. By the time after Michael was already committed. Mm-hmm. And that could have also been a thing. I don't know. They don't just recall. said that he killed his sister. They don't say anything about the parents, but you never know. He might have killed his parents, too. Hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> See, hey? Well, maybe that's what this will do. Close all the loose ends. Exactly. That. So that's why you have to watch because them all, I mean, based on what you're, you're saying, winding. there are a lot hmm? of loose ends from between the first one and the second one. Mm. So, well, see. the second one kind of had a. The second one could have been the end. Mm. There's nothing in the movie that indicates that there would ever be a movie after that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So if you want like. Kind of that closure. You could watch the second one and be happy with it. And then the other ones are just... The other ones are just Because, like, in the first one, it She's... shows him just disappearing after being shot off the balcony <clears throat> yeah. by the detective, which was my favorite character. One of my favorite characters. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was, like, a superhero, man. <laughs> He's, okay. like, what you would want to see in, like, all, like, law enforcement in any horror movie. Just, like... <clears throat> Dude, this guy is fucking dangerous, and I want to go out of my way to fucking save the day. Mm-hmm. And he kind of did that in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Well, but wasn't he responsible for him getting out in the first place? Well, he wasn't. A detective, <laughs> he was a yeah, but no, he wasn't was responsible. Really? He, the staff was responsible. Yeah, for that it wasn't really him. He just pro- that he just provided the mode of transportation. <laughs> he warned them that Michael was dangerous. Oh my god. And to put restraints on him. Now that you but say, but they didn't do that. Now that you say the mode of transportation, when he breaks the glass, when they break the glass window, that plastic you can see it all over the place. <laughs> it wasn't even a window; it was just a plastic room or like paper. I don't remember. When he was breaking the window to get in the car, dude, I think I was playing on my phone. You motherfucker! <laughs> he is always on the phone. I am always on my phone. <laughs> 
There's things to be upset about. I know. Yeah. I was I was looking for more stuff in regards to to the film, but the one day when when technology goes down, I'll be so happy. The one day when technology goes down, Chris is gonna have a meltdown for about three hours. You will kill yourself. No, I'll survive. No, you won't. No, I will. No, you won't. I'll I'll survive. I'll just be very very annoyed the first couple days. You won't survive. You say that now. I'd be a cannibal by the end of the first day. (laughs) It's like you didn't have to eat anybody because we still have food. (laughs) <laughs> it's like you don't never know but I don't have means anymore <laughs> so, should, <laughs> so should we get to the ratings sure <sighs> yes. oh, you, since you brought it up Chris you go first <clears throat> alright I dun, give dun, this dun, film dun, dun. one stab through the chest what yep one one out of one out of one thousand <laughs> so five <laughs> <laughs> you hated this movie that much? I did. It, it's just it. It's sadly just not for me. I think it's Billy hit it on the like Billy hit it on the head. No, it's it's true. It's I think what you did hit it on the you? head. I think that I have this issue where horror films in my head should be much more than what they are, and because they never meet the expectation. I can never like truly enjoy them as much as everybody else. I feel else. like you would actually probably enjoy the horror movies more if there wasn't the music to it, because you're you know something is going to happen, so you're just like, eh. No, because then you would think that I would love this particular one because of how much silence there was. It's just I I don't. No, anytime something horror was happening, there was going there was the little p- piano tone. I guess I don't know. Just, yeah. I'm a little I'm a little disappointed that you hated it quite that much. I Me too. Lisa too. I think this I'm is gonna not, be my last podcast. I, I can't just... deal with this people. <laughs> not with somebody. You, you got to like think about it. No, but, but think about it. Out of the group of us, I'm the one who likes horror films the least. So realistically, yeah, take my take my vote as a grain of sand because it you know it's I have a prejudice <laughs> against the tropes. You know what I mean? Nope. nope. Not gonna say anything. Nope. What did I Should say I now? Nope. I can't let it go. The <laughs> grain of salt, not a grain of sand. His his uh. English not very good looking. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you know uh, what I mean. Yeah, I do, and I still feel the need to correct you. Yeah, uh, well, that's fine. I don't care. All right, so Ray, what would you rate it? <laughs> no, I thought no, he was joking. Did you really think that was it? Okay. Yes, I'm dead serious. That's my rating. I'm not a fan. Oh no, the grain of sand. Oh, no, the greatest, I couldn't think of salt, so sand is what came to mind, so I just said sand. It sounds like you're being quite salty for, about this movie. So. <laughs> Surprising. <laughs> okay, that was, that was a good one. Uh, oh, man. Alright, so move on to the people who actually enjoyed the film. Ray? Five out of five hangers to the eye. Mm. <laughs> Alright, that's an interesting one. Cece? I'm going to do um, five out of five Michael Myers hiding and disappearing. <laughs> Where? Oh, you liked it five out of five as much as well? It was a really good movie. <laughs> I, I, I love this movie. It's it Yeah, it is an old one. It doesn't scare me as often, but this is still one of the... There were some jumpy youth... parts to it. Oh, God, there was. Wait, wait, wait. There's one scene where... Ray and I were just like kind of watching it, and no, there wasn't. 
It did was. Did Ray get scared? <laughs> I jumped on once. I jumped once. There was. <laughs> I did it at all. There was the scene after he had put the sheet over his head and killed the couple after they had sex. Yeah. And Jamie Lee Curtis went into the house to look for them because they weren't answering their phone. And she comes out of the room and she's on the second floor. Uh, oh, when the right guy falls the out of the closet. And you can see Michael Myers in the background, but you only see his mask as he's slowly, like, creeping out. <laughs> right before right she in gets the doorway. Sla- or slashed. Yeah, right before she gets slashed and falls down the... Did she fall down the stairs? No, she fell over the balcony. Yeah. <laughs> no, my scene that, that so kind of gave that me the hippie-jippies is when the chick who spilled God knows what on her, apparently she had to get un- Butter completely undrives. Um, is walking back and forth and you see him in the back mm-hmm. and the whole entire time I am the only part I really got was like close the goddamn door yeah and then part of me was like are you raising a barn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the fucking air conditioner out I could care less about the killer <laughs> Lindsay um I'd say um three out of three unanswered phones Three this three. motherfucker, she's talking three about Chris, three? and she gives it a three. I'm sorry, three out of five. My bad. No, no, I was no, gonna no, say no, that's, that's not going to make it any really fucking better. It's still a three out of five. What the well, fuck? Well, like, I didn't hate it, but I didn't, like, oh my god, love it. it and you're it talking movie, about Chris? Just wasn't, eh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um... Why am I getting shit for a three out of five when he said one out of five? Hey, because well, it's and, and then I just take the shit and accept it. Like, welcome five, to my world. Five out of five pumpkins. Hell yeah. <laughs> Ray, what did you give it? Five out of five uh, hangers, hangers in the that's eye. right. There's one more thing about the movie that I'd like to talk about. That's my mind. That's what I wake up to every morning. Is it? it was a scene after... Uh, the psychologist, I said detective earlier, I was mis- it was misspoken, it was a psychologist. Mm. His psychologist. Or psychiatrist. One of them. Psychologist Just, yeah. will go I don't know if he gave him medicine or not. Probably, maybe. Who knows. Um, it was after he shot him off the balcony. And he falls down into the grass, off the second floor, obviously. Mm-hmm. And one of our friends... We were just discussing, it's whenever the uh, camera just pans out to look down at the grass, it's like, you know what would be funny? If the cameraman, if he was still down there, but the cameraman just was like five feet off, and Michael Myers is literally just standing there <laughs> slightly <laughs> off screen, he didn't really disappear at all. <laughs> he just misshot the entire scene. <sighs> <laughs> it's it's kind of like when it's kind of like in Supernatural whenever Castiel disappears whenever they pan away from him right. and he's really just laying on the ground whenever they look back because that's what he does whenever he disappears so I need to point out to our listeners that Ray has this um, you dumb motherfucker look on his face right now <laughs> <laughs> are you noticed Yes, I noticed. Okay. <laughs> he was just staring at Billy like, you dumb motherfucker, what is wrong with you? <laughs> no, it's like horror movies always make me laugh like that. It's like, oh my god, they disappeared. It's like, oh no, just fucking put the frame just like a couple feet to the left. He's standing right there. He's standing right there. <laughs> Alright, any final thoughts from anybody else? Can't wait for the release of the new one. Stop running upstairs. That too. Yeah. 
watch the second one because it explains the first one a little bit more. And it's kind of funnier. Okay. It is. It is. Alright. I'll check out the second one and then I'll watch the new one. You gotta watch the other ones in between. Not all <laughs> 11. <laughs> you know, I like, would like to watch the documentary. That I'm willing to watch. That I'm seriously willing to watch. Because I... Regardless of, of of my enjoyment of it, it's still a classic, and it's still one of those films that kind of set forth you should watch the Rob rules Zombie's going version. forward. So I'd love to see that. You might like Rob Zombie's version. I don't know. <laughs> I well, I am a, I am a fan of Rob Zombie. Again, Check. you know, one of those you know, scenarios where about... I don't enjoy necessarily the horror, but when it comes to horror, I feel that Rob Zombie is one of those directors that is still trying to do... Um, He's still trying to do things as they did them in the past, and that interests me more than the newer directors doing new things with horror films. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of feel like Rob Zombie is... Doesn't uh, make any sense. What yeah, I'm going to say, didn't he do Zombie Stripper? He, he, no. no. Okay. Yeah. Um, Who am I thinking of but, No, but that doesn't make any sense to me. If you don't like the old stuff... But you like Rob Zombie attempting to do the old stuff. That's no, no, like no, 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 crazy no. contradiction. No, then there's a misunderstanding. See, here's the thing. Okay. I didn't necessarily enjoy this one. However, when it comes to horror film in general, when it comes to the genre as a whole, I always was more scared of the older films than I have ever been of the newer ones. I feel that when it comes to horror, whenever they did it back in the like, you know, late 60s through early 90s maybe, um, maybe actually mid-80s, was when horror was actually at its best. I feel that, unfortunately, after that, every director since has just been trying to copy and just trying to, like, just go for jump scares as mm-hmm. opposed to creating, you know, a psychological type of thriller where the person is completely thrown off. So in terms of the quality of horror, I feel that horror films of the past are I way think, better than anything that's new. So I think Rob Zombie movie, trying think to do hereditary. things... I'm sorry, what? I think the next movie I'm going to pick is Hereditary. Okay. So then, like, Rob Zombie trying to do film like they did them back in the days, to me that is more attractive than somebody going for more jump scares. Because he's doing it more of a psychological scare. Than... Correct. Yeah, he's trying He's That's trying right. a little harder. He's, he's also, you know, when it comes to special effects, for example, he does a lot more practical effects than, you know, graphic effects and things of that nature. So it looks a lot more genuine. You know, when when directors try to go that route. And I can appreciate the film more, even if I don't enjoy it because it's not my thing, I can appreciate the film a lot more than I would for a, from a director who is trying to do, quote-unquote, new horror. Okay. Lindsay, I'm a giant contradiction, contradiction in and of itself. Like that's, I know you are. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just weird, everybody. It sounds like you don't know what you like. Yeah. No, I, but I know. But you thought about it a lot. I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Smart ass. I know exactly what I like. It's just I have higher expectations than apparently. It's like I like big titted women and a tight pussy. I and? don't really know what. I, to I don't say know. That. Yeah, I don't know where that went. So, with that said, <laughs> ignored. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> That's what she said. Well, with all, with all the talk about nakedness, that so is what you want to do. You want to wrap it up. You want to do the outro for me there, Chris? Sure. 
All right, everybody, thank you for joining us on this episode for Halloween. Remember to subscribe and rate us on, ep- on podcast services around the world. Make sure to check us out at Geek and Cast and follow our Twitter at Geek and Cast. Um, let's see. I'm thinking, I'm not forgetting something. Either way, uh, thank you to our cast, Lindsay. See ya. Billy. Yes. Oh, he's like. Oh, you bitch. <laughs> I know, because I saw that he was going to do it, so I wanted to ruin it for him. <laughs> CC while Ray thinks of something else. <laughs> and Ray. Fuck all of you. Fuck your dad is Halloween. And I was not your host, Chris, but I did end the episode. <laughs> That was a great episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're patting ourselves in the back. We haven't even stopped recording. <laughs> <laughs>